0: With us today is Congressman Peter King, and uh, so many things are going on. 28 years in Washington, uh, Congressman. Uh, Congressman King, 28 years in Washington. you ever seen so many things happening like this?
1: No, I really haven't, John. I've been there through you know, impeachments of Bill Clinton, of Donald Trump, been there through 9 11, which of course is you know, in a category all by itself. But also, I've never seen such flagrant corruption. That's what we appear to be seeing now with Joe Biden. And that's not a word I like to use, corruption. But when you see so much foreign money coming into him, appears to be coming into him, to his family, and the Justice Department doing nothing about it, and also yesterday, apparently trying to sneak in a clause that millions of dollars in taxes are owed, would be resolved with a, uh, a uh, plea agreement, including, and besides that, also uh, carrying a gun when you have a drug habit, all of which is a felony. Uh, that's bad enough. And then to find it that snuck in there was language that would have made him immune from any prosecution. And that includes a lot of serious charges that have been made. Now, it may turn out in the end that those charges add up to nothing, but they certainly warrant. Serious investigation. There are, there are key witnesses, respected witnesses, career civil servants uh, from the IRS who claim that the investigation was stopped, that they were prevented from uh, going all the way from Hunter Biden to the White House in their investigation or to other Biden family members. So this is really unprecedented. And also the fact that the judge rejected the plea agreement on, uh, I guess it was on Wednesday that the judge uh, rejected that agreement. Uh, I haven't seen that since Judge Tariqa back in the Watergate days, when Judge Tariqa rejected the agreement with the Watergate burglars, and that caused the whole Watergate situation to unravel and led to President Nixon's impeachment. So that's what faces the Biden administration now. And again, it's possible, John, that all of this could be answered. But if you're going to answer it, you can't be hiding, you can't be stopping investigations, and you can't be trying to sneak through tricky language in a plea agreement.
0: Well, there, there was language in uh, one of the papers the other day saying that uh, uh, that uh, the White House was pushing uh, the special uh, uh, prosecutor to uh, impeach um, uh, or to uh, prosecute uh, President Trump uh, f- faster so uh, their problems gets off the front page.
1: You know, uh, something, trying that ordinarily I would hate to say as you're talking about serious issues as an impeachment of the former president and an investigation of the current president and uh, saying that the Justice Department was trying to stack it in favor of the Biden administration and against uh, former President Trump. But that's what all the evidence in, uh, indicates right now. Uh, almost every time something is going to be coming out on Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or somebody in the, in the Biden administration, uh, it turns out that they come out with more charges against President Trump, or more, or they leak out more rumors about President Trump. So I, uh, uh, you know, neither of these investigations should be politicized. The uh, investigations and possible indictment of President Trump and all the different states and localities, or a cover up for Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or anybody in, in the Biden family. But you, know, uh, you and I have said that for democracy to prevail. People have to have faith in their government. Now, we know that things aren't always going to be perfect, that people are going to abuse power, but I've never seen abuse to this extent.
0: I, I have never seen abuse where uh, the Justice Department uh, seems like uh, they're only taking one side right now. And it, it, You know, I grew up, we both grew up in a period of time when, uh, when the rule of law, and uh, we were talking to Alan Dershowitz uh, that was shocked he was shocked with the, some of the things that are going on at high levels. And uh, he was happy uh, to see that this judge was doing the right thing. I, I forget the exact words. that uh, uh, He said that uh, uh, the American people uh, 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 won or something and, uh, and uh, the White House lost. I mean, it's it just the fact of, uh, uh, of just having law and order. Yeah, I
1: think that that judge, that she has gone a long way toward restoring faith, or at least showing that the government can do the right thing. I think what unfortunately people had come to expect that she was going to rubber stamp that agreement, that a few Republicans in Congress would yell about it and it would all go away. But instead, she went through that with a fine tooth comb. She asked tough questions. Apparently, the uh, uh, Hunter Biden's lawyers got excited once; they were very upset, It was almost as if she had no right to be asking these questions. But a judge's role in that is to make sure that the agreement is fair, that it's equitable, and that it serves the, uh, the uh, purposes of justice. And in this case, uh, she saw a number of things that really raised questions in her mind, and she was not going to rubber stamp it. Now she sent it back. And I think once it's sent back, the whole House of Cards may collapse. Uh, uh, the White House has to be incredibly shook up right now at this. They, they thought this would all be behind them. Instead, it could perhaps be just beginning. And that's, uh, you know, God knows where this would lead. I mean, if any of these witnesses are telling the truth, about 6 million coming in here, 5 million coming in there, about all these shell companies being set up uh, to insulate, uh, you know, the Biden family, different members of the Biden family. If any of that is true, never mind all of it, if any of it is true, it raises the most serious questions about President Biden, also it's a real cloud over his candidacy for re-election. I mean, the Democrats, I don't think they're crazy about him anyway. They may have felt they have no choice. But now, with all of this coming out, you may see people like Gavin Newsom uh, picking up the scene, Robert F. Kennedy's already in the race. And we may see other candidates from around the country start to emerge if it becomes obvious that Joe Biden cannot run again, you know, cannot run for re-election. And I don't think anyone looks upon Kamala Harris as being a, a serious backup choice.
0: Uh, I think you're correct on that. Uh, anything else you want to say this Sunday morning to the American people?
1: Well, uh, again, we should all be happy to be Americans, be happy to be New Yorkers, even though it's getting tougher and tougher to survive in, in New York. I mean, it seems like they're going full speed ahead on congestion pricing. I hope the new police commissioner, Eddie Caban, is allowed to do his job. I hope that the state legislature soon, sooner rather than later comes to its senses and changes the bail reform law. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, the things that you see and hear going on in the street, uh, it's just, uh, this is not the New York we grew up in. I, listen, I know you can't go back to the past. You can't live in the past. But there are certain standards and values that should last no matter what. And right now, uh, what you see in the streets of New York is not like anything we ever saw growing up. And, uh, again, I don't want to say we have to live in a paradise or nirvana or utopia, but uh, we need a lot better than we have right now where people are— are afraid to walk the streets, are afraid to take the subways. And probably the most uh, significant thing is they're afraid to let their teenage kids take the subway. That's when you know things are getting very bad.
0: Agree 100 percent. Congressman Peter King, thank you. Have a great uh, rest of the Sunday uh, day, and uh, God bless you, and God bless America.
1: I'll see you tomorrow afternoon, John. Thank you.
0: NYC.